Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still the only, we believe, legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalaba and Pleska. And as ever, is the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalaba. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Tim. Now, this time, it's a very special edition of Logical. We took a, a very short, a quick look at the new UAE employment law uh, recently. And I want to get into detail because there's an awful lot to discuss. I want to try to make this a little bit easier to digest and split this into six relatively easy pieces. Let's move on to part three, Ludmilla, more detail on probation and probationary uh, periods. Now, under the new law, employers are required to provide employees with 14 days notice, I'm reading, at least for termination during probation. Is that correct? Yes. So the idea of probation is uh, actually quite an interesting concept because uh, probation existed under the previous law, and there's also section probation in the new law, but uh, it means something very different under the new law than it did under the previous law. In previously, probation meant that, well, when you hire an employee, uh, then you hire for probate, uh, probate, uh, probation period. And um, during this probation period, if you do not like your employee, you can terminate them without having to pay all sorts of benefits that you otherwise would have to pay if that employee were a permanent employee or confirmed employee. Uh, so, and generally speaking, that meant that you could just let go of your employee without notice for no reason and no notice. So that was kind of the idea of probation. Also, while the law, uh, the previous law provided that benefit of termination with no notice and no reason to employers, uh, it also allowed for uh, for employers to to agree otherwise. In other words, employees also could exercise that same right. Uh, so so, but in, in most cases, what we saw that that kind of six month probation period applied both to employers and employees equally. So if I, as an employee, want to leave during my probation, I can just leave with no notice and no reason and not have to pay any kind of benefits. So that was the idea of probation. Furthermore, in the law. It always previous law. It specified that probation could be no more than six months. It it wasn't. It's not the minimum of six months. You could hire an employee with on with you know a confirmed employee right away with no probation. Uh, but if you wanted to uh, put them on probation, uh, it had to. It, it can, could not be more than six months. Uh, and then also there was one other element in law, and it exists as well now, is that you cannot probate your employee more than once. So for example, if I was hired on a probation uh, period for three months. And at the end of the three months, the company decided that they want to continue to test me and they want to extend my probation. They could not do that. That is how it was under the previous law. And that particular uh, element remains. Now, as per the new law, some there's some similarities, which is, again, there's probation and it cannot be more than six months. Uh, but there are significant differences between whether it's the, during this probation time, whether the employer terminates employment or the or employee terminates employment. So, for example, employer can terminate employment uh, during probation, but by giving 14 day notice. Right. So that's that's quite a, a, a big change. In the past, there was just no notice. Now there's a 14 day notice. So obviously you don't have to uh, 
uh, allow that person to, to work for you for those 14 days, but in the very least you have to compensate them. So you either let them work for 14 days and give them notice for 14 days, or you uh, pay them for those 14 days. So there's for employers, there's basically an additional two week, uh, uh, two week salary, um, cost to uh you know, to employees during probation than there was before so it cost more money for employers because of this uh, probation uh, amendment and now for employees interestingly enough it kind of depends or if they decide to leave the company during probation uh, why do they decide to leave the companies so the law differentiates are they going back home because they didn't like being here in this country for one reason or another want to leave the country uh, or because they are leaving this employer to join a different employer. So this kind of nuance did not exist before. So if um, the employee, le employee leaves for new employment in the UAE, then that employee has to give, give one month notice. Okay. And yes, and the new employer must compensate the first employer for recruitment or contract costs. So that's that's quite an interesting uh, yeah, interesting uh, amendment to the law. Before, as an employee, if I if you brought me to work in the UAE, I I moved here, I worked for you for two months, I want to leave now. I just I have they don't need to give you any reasons or a notice. Now I have to give you at least one month notice, and if I go work for someone else, that company also has to compensate you for uh, for the recruitment costs uh, for having brought me here. Well, I guess that kind of points to the fact that this is not an unusual tale that you're telling. This is something we hear. Uh, I've certainly heard this regularly, Ludmilla. Yes, and that's I mean, and that's why the law is truly, I think, incorporates a number of lessons over the mm. years that mm. the business community has accumulated. And one of which is that this is this is not an uncommon practice where. The, um, um, the company makes uh, an employee an offer, they take it just because a stepping stone, they want to use that offer sure. as a stepping stone to jump onto something else. Uh, and uh, because to allow or an employee to work legally in the UE, the company actually has to incur fairly significant costs in terms of visa costs. Uh, they are not insignificant. We're talking about thousands of dollars per employee. Yeah. And including insurance and such. So it's it's costly and it's also uh, time consuming. It's quite a quite an effort. So and and this is in, in fact why so many companies would invite you know, make offers to employees and uh, give them uh, even some sort of uh, a draft contract, but would not put them on their visas. And so they would let them work on their visit visas uh, during during probation period because they didn't want to incur those costs. Because if things did not work out, they did not want to have uh, to have lost uh, the visa costs, which are quite significant. But obviously, but this, at the same time, if the company, you know, if, if the employee must leave because they didn't like the company or didn't like being in this country or had to leave to go back home, then these are these are reasonable um, circumstances. And so there is no reason to penalize the employees. So there's a provision for that. So if the employee leaves the country uh, and then they leave, you know, they, they uh, then they don't have to compensate. Uh, and um, uh, then if they have to just give 14 day notice. So if they're leaving the country. Uh, and they don't have to compensate for anything else. So in that case, if the employee decides I, during probation, I don't really like it here, I want to go back home, uh, then just as the company now during the probation, they have to give 14-day notice, and then um, 
uh, and nothing else. However, there's another layer to it. If that same employee leaves the country because they say, I don't really like it here, and uh, they've only given 14-day notice, but then they come back within three months into the country, and they come back to work for a new employer, then that new employer must still compensate for the recruitment costs um, as, as is before. So, um, so here it is. It, it, you know, one could argue, but I think it's reasonable to suggest that the law strikes a fairly healthy balance between employees and employers in terms of ensuring for employees as well that they are not, even during probation, they're not terminated with no notice. Because let's face it, we're all expats here. And how many employees uh, perhaps leave, leave their homes and come here to the UE for the first time to work for a company and then something doesn't uh, work out and they are terminated on the same day with no notice, no compensation, it can be quite difficult. So now there's a 14 uh, day uh, notice. So at least they have that uh, transition uh, to work with. And similarly for companies, they, um, um, if the employee wants to leave, the company at least has two week notice uh, to uh, make arrangements, alternative arrangements. Uh, so I think it's it, it's it's reasonable, and uh, I kind of like seeing, in particular, the the provision about the new employer having to pay compensation to the previous employer. Because we have seen, trust me, even in my practice, I've seen employees join your firm and then only to find a better paying employer, and they jump ship. And um, you know, as a, as a company, you lose out quite a bit of money on those visa expenses. And uh, and if either of the party breaches this probation uh, provision, mm-hmm. uh, then they have to compensate uh, e- equal in the amount equal to the notice period. So let's say if I want to leave during probation and I'm just leaving the UAE, and um, but that, yeah, I still need to give you a 14-day notice. But if I don't do that, then at least you have now claimed for me for compensation in the amount of the 14-day notice. Uh, and also, if the worker leaves without compensating the employer, there could be an employment ban for one year. Uh, so this is quite interesting. So let's say same scenario. I come to you and I have to give you a 14-day notice, but I don't. I leave. Then, well, then you can put me, you can place in a one-year employment ban. However, there is an exemption for that. An exemption there will be some exemption for some workers as per executive regulations. Again, the executive regulations have not been issued yet, uh, but when they are, we will know who those um, workers are. But I would imagine they're perhaps uh, more highly skilled workers because the idea here is that you don't want to restrict the freedom of movement for highly skilled workers. So if I am a doctor and I come and I work for you and I just we just don't see eye to eye within the first three months and I just feel that maybe perhaps you, you don't treat me well and I just don't even want to give you the 14-day notice because my conditions are unbearable, but I've got some valuable set of skills. So why should I continue to work for you or, or face potential one-year ban, labor ban, uh, if I could offer my valuable services to someone else? So that's the idea. So as you see, very, very uh, interesting twist to the whole concept of probation and quite a, a big departure from the previous version, but I would, uh, I would um, offer that it's, uh, it's for the better. That's part three in the series, Probation Under the New UAE Employment Law. And that's another episode of Logical. Updates the UAE's employment law in hopefully six easy pieces or one larger podcast, depending on how you like to listen. Ludmilla Yamalova is the managing partner here at Yamalova and Plethka, as ever, a legal expert here on Logical as well. Thank you, Ludmilla.
Thank you, Tim. As always, it's been very insightful to be chatting with you. You can find us at LY Law on social media easily, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, wherever you like. We've also now got a really easy to search library of hundreds of podcasts on all kinds of legal issues here in the UAE, and they are all free to download and listen to. If you'd like a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click contact at lylawyers.com.